It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go the Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go. Well, KRDO and Jay Garvin Show listeners, I am your humble host, Jay Garvin's, and you've tuned in to the Jay Garvin Show. And Merry Christmas to all of you. It's not often that Matt and I actually do a show on the actual morning of Christmas when stockings are full, presents are under the tree, you might be driving to a friend's house, a loved one's house, coming back. Or maybe you're one of the selfless Americans that's out there working on the road or at home alone. And I want to tell you Merry Christmas from the deepest part of my heart that I love you, that you, the radio listener, are the individual that brings me excitement and joy. And every week, every month, and every year, for 10 years now, I've come to you and opened up my mind and opened up my mortgage company, Churchill Mortgage, and I've opened up my heart with my investment property classes and my real estate property classes and my makeover mortgage conversations or residual income conversations, and the list goes on and on. But every Christmas, I break from mortgage and just come to you with a show from the bottom of my heart that I feel special about that has everything to do about Christmas. And we get to do it on Christmas Day. I think I have maybe done a show on Christmas Day one or two times over the entire time I've been on the air. And one of my best friends in the world, Bill McAfee from Empire Title, is going to join me today as our focus is you and simply reading you some traditional and joyful Christmas stories. So you're going to be able to hear later this segment a story about the Grinch. And we all love the Grinch. And I'm going to tell you a story about Cindy Lou. And I am Cindy Lou Who. But before we get to that, we're also going to have Bill read stories throughout the show. So you're going to want to stick around. I always give him some of the best stories to read. So he's going to be able to share with you the night before Christmas. Because Santa Claus is far more important than the Grinch. But more important than anything is what we're thankful for. Just as I saw the look on Matt's eyes as I walked into the studio, Christmas time gets us all crazy. We have too much to do and not enough time to do it. And now we mix in things that we don't want to talk about, like COVID, inflation, and all of that. So this hour, about my appreciation for you, about Bill's appreciation for you, and what the real season is about. And that's about Jesus Christ. A baby that was born in a manger, and he changed the world. So I'm going to share with you the Christmas story to bring a crescendo to the whole show. But as I welcome Bill into the studio, before I do that, I'm going to start off with a silly story. And then Bill and I are going to talk about what we're thankful for, share with you, hopefully getting you to think and share with your loved ones around you what you're thankful for. But this is a season to be merry and bright, and one little girl that did that, of course, was Cindy Lou the Who. I'm Cindy Lou Who, and I'm a Who. 
I live in Whoville, and I'm two. All the Whos like Christmas a lot. But the Grinch on Mount Crumpet, he really does not. At Christmas time, my family loves to trim all of our Christmas tree. We hang wreaths for all to see. We hang stockings one, two, three. We wrap presents. And every who knows, presents need boxes and ribbons and bows. I help in the kitchen and we bake cookies and cake. We share with our friends all the treats that we make. All over Whoville, bright color lights sparkle. On December night, on Christmas Day, we stand in a ring. And we all hold hands and we sing, sing, sing. Being together is the best way I know to celebrate Christmas and make our hearts grow. That's the story of Cindy Lou. So that's my first Christmas story. Uh, Bill, welcome to the studio, my friend. Uh, it's Christmas time. As I get closer to the season, you know how real estate and mortgage and title can be. I feel blessed that we're getting people into their houses before Christmas. Yep. But I can't wait for Christmas to come. The thing that I'm most thankful for, my friend, is uh, immediately is that we all have our health. That I've got two arms, two legs. My children are healthy. My wife is healthy. So if you're out there and you don't have anybody healthy, I want to put up a prayer right now. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would touch anybody that doesn't have full health and strength this Christmas. I pray that you would touch them right now and give them hope and strength and recovery. But, Bill, what are you thankful for? You know, Jay, um, uh, definitely family. You know, the last several years have uh, been very interesting, and I imagine for everyone out there. And uh, so to be able to take just a little bit of time to sit back and reflect and, and give thanks for the best gift ever given, and that was the gift of Jesus, you know, for men, that uh, that we, uh, we can never, ever stand up to what, you know, perfection is. And and it's because of that great gift that that we don't have to. And uh, Amen. So it's just been uh, that you when you think about it, get a little time to reflect on that. None of us deserve it, but uh, it's uh, just to think about a. It, it would just be amazing to me to be able to uh, ascend even for a little bit and just to look how lives have been affected by things that you've done, um, and even just uh, little things that you may not even have realized it could have been saying hi to somebody who's just having a bad day. It could have been jumping in when people's going to do suicide. So, you know, who knows what it is, but I'm very thankful to to have some time this year just to, and we are going to have a little slower pace, and and I'm looking forward to that, to be able to be with my family and, and reflect and, and look at what's important. Because there's a lot of noise going on around us that isn't, um, and it's hard not to get swallowed into that. So... I'm thankful for being able to stay time and have that with my family and just reflect on the greatest gift ever given. That's so amazing, my friend. I love and appreciate you as a friend, and you are very correct. Jesus is the biggest gift any of us were ever given, and it's amazing to just be able to still have a day that we celebrate him and we celebrate family. So please don't go anywhere. Bill and I are going to be back right after the break, and we're going to read some Christmas stories, but also kind of share a little Christmas miracle with you. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show right here on Caradio. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. 
With a corncob pipe and a button nose, eyes made out of coal. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Well, welcome back, radio listeners. My name is Jay Garvin's host of the Jay Garvin Show, and I'm in the studio with Bill McAfee, and he and I, every single year, for four years now, Bill, have had the tradition of reading Christmas stories. I was just telling Marlo, I used to be a pro at all of these because I read books to my infant up to my 11- and 12-year-old boy. Now. And girl, and he's now 18, and she's 15, and I think the only story I'll read her this year is Santa's Magic Key. She still loves that one because we lived in a house without a fireplace, and this one kind of introduces kids to, hey, there's a magic key just as well. Santa's not going to abandon you if you don't have a a fireplace. But um, I like the silly ones, Bill. I like the Grinch. I think you're going to share with us. I love the traditional ones like the night before Christmas. And most of all, I love the Christmas story itself of Jesus. And I want to share before things that we're thankful for. And another thing that I'm thankful for, my friend, is I'm I'm thankful for you and I'm thankful for Churchill Mortgage. And I'm thankful for Dave Ramsey because Working with you and working in these environments not only blesses us financially, but it's great to work and be around people that we love. Isn't that the truth? Oh, absolutely, Jay. We uh, we appreciate you very much. I'm gonna Sarah, you know, who does uh, most of your closings. Uh, she's uh, she's amazing, and you know, it's nice to have a relationship because in any type of industry, sometimes things go wrong, and you just have to be there with people and not be attacking and not just assume that there's a bad motive behind something. Mm-hmm. And I think we have a great relationship that way, and it's, it's nice to have. It's a miracle, my friend. And, you know, both of us have the Grinch, so why don't you start us off with uh, another Christmas story? All right, we're going to. It's weird, though. I'm more lo- look more like Santa Claus this year. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, little bit of fun here. What do you got? We're going to do it. All right, this is one of my personal favorites. It's the uh, the Grinch. I am the Grinch. Okay. Oh, you are the Grinch. I you totally go am. for it. My, Kids, uh, you get ready. Here's a great one. Let me uh, take off my shirt, and the fur is about the same. <laughs> I am the Grinch. I live in a cave on Mount Crumpet, far away. The Who's live in Whoville. This is Max. He lives with me. He would do anything for me. Wouldn't you, Max? <laughs> good boy. That's a good boy. Good boy. The mayor has declared Christmas to be three times bigger this year. Bah! If you're like me, there are all sorts of things you don't like about Christmas. I don't like the ornaments. They tinkle, and they're skinny and sharp. And what a mess they make when they shatter. And the trees don't even get me started. They have long needles and sticky sap. And when they sneeze, it gets stuck in my nap. I don't like toys. The Who children find them on Christmas morning, and then they say, ooh, and ah. They squeal, and they laugh. It's awful. Simply awful. And then they pull out the instruments, 
They toot, they clang, they tweet, and then they toot, 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 and clang some more. Then they start with the bells and the singing. As soon as you hear one, you know where you're going to hear the other. And if there's one thing I don't like, it is singing. I don't like stockings. I'm not going to eat candy out of a dirty, stinky sock. Well, maybe one piece wouldn't hurt. Now, wait a minute. I'm Cindy Lou, and I love Christmas. There's got to be something you like at Christmas, Grinch. Well, I do like Max. Come here, Max. That's a boy, a boy. Oh, he's a boy. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Dude, man, the Grinch, if you've not watched the Grinch movie that came out most recently, I'm not talking um, about the ones of later years, but this last one had really, really good themes. It has a good, wholesome Christian theme to it, and there's nothing better than the Grinch. But the only thing that might get better than the Grinch sometimes is we get closer to Santa. And to get closer to Santa, my friends, I'm going to read you the Reindeer's. Nosy Christmas. Reindeers, lost in all the snow, my nose will show me where to go. He gives his nose a wiggle, and it leads him up ahead. Is Santa cooking carrots? No, it's a snowman's nosy instead. A reindeer gives a big a chew and spies some soft reindeer hair. And it's Santa's. It's his tickly beard. No, it isn't. It's a polar bear. Reindeer's nose begins to twitch and points him to the right. But that's not Santa dressed in red. It's an elf whose hat is bright. Reindeer's nose glows brightly and some twinkly eyes appear. Is it Santa this time? No, a friendly owl is here. Reindeer gives a final sniff and follows something new. Merry Christmas, Santa says, and he's here with a gift for you. Well, buddy, these child stories are fantastic. I still get a tied tongue. You know, my daughter, when I would read to her, Bill, I would read the story, and that as she was getting more and more to sleep, I'd try to do two pages at a time. (laughs) She would roll over and say, Daddy, but you skipped the last page. (laughs) She had these books memorized from beginning to end. So as you guys hear us read these stories, understand both of us are proud parents. But our parents are teenagers and adults now, and I need to start practicing on some grandkids. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I say hold off on that just a minute. Yeah, hold off. But this is one of my favorites, my friend. Do you want to share this next story with them? What is it? Oh, absolutely. It was the night before Christmas. Um, uh, A classic, no doubt. It was the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and a tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, 
I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer, now Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As darkly as before, the wild hurricanes fly, when they met with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the courses they flew, with sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And when in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opened in his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly, it shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> he was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw, in spite of myself. <laughs> a wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work. He filled all the stockings and turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney, he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas! Bill, 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 you are a great Christmas storyteller. <laughs> and I'm going to finish this segment with what I believe is a Christmas miracle because the stories are great loved ones are better and Jesus serves all but I sat down with my family to ask them what they wanted to give this Christmas not receive but give and my wife said that she wanted to adopt a dog not a puppy but a dog from a rescue because we lost our Aspen last Christmas on December 17th so she went off and we're working on that mission to have a dog serve as a reminder in our house of our past dog to serve a dog going forward. But my daughter turned to us, Bill, and he, she said without any hesitation, I think we should find a teenage girl that doesn't have a family and let her live with us for Christmas because we're a loving family. What am I going to do, Bill? Am I going to put a postcard on the corner and say, you know, lost girl, right. come here? Well, I was talking to a client, Lori, about a conversation of a mortgage, and it certainly wasn't my daughter, and she had a second job now that she was proud of for her to get a house, and she said, my new job, Jay, is I am a um, coordinator for foreign exchange students, and she started to cry. She had a girl, Sophie, that's in a terrible house, terrible situation, and there's no way to make it better. She just needs a house for Christmas. So we're making up the dance room next to Ella's into a bedroom so Sophie can come spend Christmas with us. 
So don't ever doubt prayers and wishes. The Lord hears them. And there's someone else out there that needs you and needs your love this Christmas. So just take the time to say the prayer. Take the time to just take a deep breath. Bill, can you take a deep breath? And just know that there's a God in heaven, Jesus. He loves you. And that's the most important thing, that we have our salvation, that it's out there for you. If you don't know Jesus, you can call me at 330-1457, and I'll share the Lord's story with you. But I'll be back after this to read more stories. And the most important story of all is I will finish the segment with the story of Christmas. And call me at 719-330-1457 to share your Christmas story, your Christmas wish, or even your Christmas miracle. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. I'll be back right after these messages. Have a holy, jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin. Hey, where's the beat? Dancing and prancing in Jingle Bell Square in the frosty air. Well, welcome back. I am Jay Garvin's, and you are listening to. The Jay Garvin Show, our special Christmas edition where the whole hour is just dedicated to sharing love with you, family wishes, the true story of Christmas, and of course Christmas stories. And Bill has shared some stories with us, but before he goes, I wanted to say Merry Christmas, Bill. I I love and appreciate you. I I truly appreciate that. Uh, It's been a great uh, friendship, and I love you too and and everything you do. I would just like to give a shout-out to my wife, Rhonda. We've been through over 20 years of marriage now, and it's... uh, it's been a, a road, and I just I love her very much. My daughter, Kinsey, who's 18 now, you and I talked about that. And uh, it's just uh, the first day that she was born, we spent three days together in a bed that was half my width. So, <laughs> But I'm, I'm also thankful for the for all the, the associates in my life and, and the people that I've worked with. It's just been an amazing run, and, and, I, and I thank God every day for the blessings I have. If I leave tomorrow, it's been an incredible party. So with that, I would say Merry Christmas. Love you guys, and uh, have a great one. Merry Christmas, Bill, and I will see you next month when we pick up our regular hour of the economic update, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's to you, my friend. So with you, I want to continue reading some stories, and one of the most dear stories that I have that I bought for my daughter is actually Santa's Magic Key. It's about a story of all the children out there that don't have a fireplace, don't have a chimney for Santa to come down, and what in the world does a young child do with that? So Santa's Magic Key by Eric James and Simon Mendez. I didn't notice it was missing until Christmas Eve. And only then because I was looking for a place to hang my stocking in our new house. Everybody know that when Santa delivers presents, he comes down the chimney. But my new home didn't have a chimney. So how would Santa get in? I had to write him a letter and quickly. It wouldn't be long before Santa was 
coming up with his loaded sleigh and setting off. My heart was pounding as I rushed out the door and headed for the post office. Maybe they had a last-minute delivery of mail that could reach Santa in time. Oh, please, please be open. I wish that it's open. But when I got there, the lights were out. Nobody was inside. It was too late. My letter to Santa and how would I do it? As I turned my head to go home, it started to snow. And boy, did it snow. Thick white snowflakes whirled all around me. I could barely see my feet. When I turned the corner, I was standing on a street unlike any that I'd ever seen before. Where, where was I? <gasps> Christmas carols drifted in the air and a horse-drawn sleigh whooshed by. A brightly lit window drew me toward a shop halfway down the street. I cupped my hands against the frosted glass windows and I peered in. Toys lined each wall. The biggest Christmas tree I ever saw stood in the corner with dozens of neatly wrapped packages beneath it. But the most wonderful thing was the sign in the window. I pushed the door open and the little bell twinkled right above my head. Can, can I help you? asked a cheery man with a white beard. Yes, 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 please. I, I have to get to Santa as soon as possible. He needs to know that I haven't got a chimney. I handed him the letter. Will Santa get this in time, I asked? <laughs> the shopkeeper's big eyes twinkled. Oh, yes, he said. I guarantee it. I thanked him, but as I turned to leave, he called after me. Just a moment, just a moment. I can't let you go into the snow without a coat. And he handed me a large coat with white trim. No need to return it, he said. <laughs> I have a new one now. Merry Christmas, he said, opening up the door for me. Well, Mer Merry Christmas to you, sir, I replied. I walked out into the freezing snow and I had just reached the street corner when my fingers touched something slim and metal in my pocket. It, it, it was a key. This must belong to the shopkeeper, I thought. I turned around quickly to return it, but the street I had just come from was no longer there. As soon as I got home, I hung up my stocking at the bottom of the stairs I put a big cookie and a glass of milk right on the table, hoping Santa would be able to get in. I finally jumped into bed, but I couldn't sleep. What if Santa didn't get my letter? What if the shopkeeper needed his key? I had an idea. I sat up in bed and I wrote a note. I padded downstairs and hung the key on the front door with my note to the shopkeeper. With, with any luck, would you please pass it on if you see him? I had done as much as I could, and I went back to bed and soon fell asleep in a deep, deep sleep. On Christmas morning, I woke very early and I ran downstairs, and on the table were lots of crumbles of cookies and an empty glass. Santa had gotten inside. But how? 
Just then I spotted my stocking bulging with gifts and something shiny was poking out the top. It was a key. I pulled out the key and with it came a note. It was from Santa, dated December 25th. Thank you so much for hanging my key on the door. Keep believing in the magic of Christmas. And don't forget to put it out every year. Santa. Suddenly, I noticed something I hadn't seen before. The key had initials on it. S.C. I didn't think the key belonged to the shopkeeper. I ran to the closet and pulled out the shopkeeper's coat. And inside... I spotted his name tag, Santa Claus. I kept that coat, and we lived in that house for many, many years. Each Christmas Eve, I hung the key out on the front door. And every Christmas morning, I woke up to find that Santa had visited. Even when we moved into house with a chimney, I still hung the key on Santa's hook outside the door and left my stocking on the floor. Now I'm grown up now and Santa no longer needs to visit me. I've kept this key as a reminder of my wonderful adventure. But now I think it's time to pass it on to someone special. And this key's for you. Hang on to it. Put it on the door each year as long as you keep believing in the magic of Christmas. The key that Santa... Ho, ho, ho. Well, that, my friends, is my daughter's favorite Christmas story, Santa's Magic Key. My Christmas story that is my favorite, of course, is the story of Christmas itself. So I keep saying it, but I can never say it enough. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. If anybody out there right now, especially if you're out there working and you're hearing this live on Saturday morning, Christmas Day, you're not going to bother me if you call me. I'm with my family right after this radio show. And we're just going to sit and share stories and love for one another. I pray to God things go perfect with my daughter's little adopted Sophie, but you'll have to call me to see how that worked out. And I'll be back right after these important messages to wrap up the show with the best story of them all, the story of Christmas. Call me at 719-330-1457 if you need an ear to bend. Mine's here for you. Merry Christmas, and we'll be right back. Stop with my house party, rock it around. The Christmas tree have a happy holiday. Everyone dancing merrily in the new old-fashioned way. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. 
Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 12:40 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's. We want to pop you up. Have yourself a merry. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm your host, Jay Garvins, and if you're just joining me, I'm your friend. I talk on this show every week about real estate and mortgage and investment and properties and retirement and residual incomes and all of that. But today, I'm talking about Christmas. I'm talking about the Grinch. We've read some stories and how he turned around, and we've read was the night before Christmas and how Santa came and I read a beautiful story that I read to my daughter every Christmas, Santa's Magic Key. For all those kids that don't have a chimney, you might want to order them Santa's Magic Key book next year by Eric James. And I'm going to finish this segment with some great stories, the story of Christmas. And I'm going to start it off with a wonderful story called The Animals of Christmas Eve. Animals of Christmas Eve by Gail Worsom. In the barn on Christmas Eve, after all the people leave the animals in voices low, remember Christmases of long ago. One small hen upon her nest softly clucks at all the rest. Little chicks come gather near as wondrous stories you will ever hear. Two white doves on rafters high coo a quiet lullaby. Long ago, a manger hay, the little baby Jesus, he did lay. Three wise men from far away came to visit him one day. For he was born, the doves recall, to be the greatest king of all. Four brown horses in their stalls, snug with the stable walls. Tell of his birth, t'was long foretold by chosen men of days of old. Five gray donkeys speak with pride, remembering the one who gave a ride. Your brother donkey went with them from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Six spotted calves now nibble hay like that one which the baby lay. They put him in a manger bed so he could rest his sleepy head. Seven goats, all black and white, describe the sky that was holy that night. A star appeared at early morn to mark the place where he was born. Eight nestling kittens licked their fur. They nod their heads and softly purr. And he was wrapped in swaddling clothes to keep him warm from head to toe. Nine woolly sheep down from the hill on Christmas Eve remember still. Shepherds heard the angels sing praise to the newborn king. Ten soft lambs say Jesus' name. He was the Lamb of God who came. He was the greatest gift of love sent from his Father, God above. Eleven puppies listened well in hopes that they, in turn, can tell the Christmas story another year for all of the animals just to hear. Twelve chimes ring out from far away, the lovely bells of Christmas Day, and every beast bows low its head for one small babe in a manger bed. So, that was the first time... I read that story on air, but I've read that story to my son and daughter, and I hope that you enjoyed that. And I want to thank you, each and every one of you, for 
tuning in occasionally or regularly to my show, whether the stories aren't grammatically correct or if they're read too fast or sometimes slow, I think you all know where my heart goes. It's to you. I tell you at the end of every show that I love and appreciate you. I would not have the blessings at Churchill Mortgage. Mike Hartwick, the founder of Churchill, tells me that when he started the mortgage company, he just wanted a church without walls. And I'm telling you folks that I love you. And most of all, I hope this Christmas story touches deep to your heart by Jane Werner. This is Mary, a girl of Galilee. She lived long, long years ago. But such a wonderful thing happened to her that we still remember and love her today. One day an angel appeared to Mary. You are blessed among women, the angel said. For you shall have a son whom you shall name Jesus. He will be called the Son of God in his kingdom shall never end. I'm glad to serve the Lord, said Mary. May it be as you have said. Then the angel left her. Mary married a good man of Nazareth. His name was Joseph, and he was a carpenter by trade. When Joseph had to go from Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judea, he had to go there to pay his taxes in his father's town. Mary went with him. It was a long, weary journey for her. When he reached Bethlehem at last, they found many travelers there before them, and the streets were full, cheerful, with jostling kinsmen. The inns were crowded to the doors. Though Joseph asked for shelter for his wife alone, every innkeeper turned them away. At last, one innkeeper, seeing Mary's weariness and need, showed them to a small stable full of warm, sweet hay. There Mary brought forth the son, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothing and laid him in the manger, since there was no room for them in the inn. There were in that same country shepherds out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them in shining glory, and they were all afraid. But the angel said to them, There is nothing to fear. I come to bring you news of great joy, which shall come to all the people of the world. For the child is born this day in Bethlehem. He is a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. You shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothing and laying in a manger. Suddenly the sky was full of angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace, goodwill toward men. When the angel disappeared into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem to see this thing of which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried to the town and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. Afterwards, the shepherds told everyone they met the child of God. Now when Jesus was still a baby, three wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Where is he that is a born king of the Jews, they said. For we have seen the star in the east, and we come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, 
he was troubled in his wicked heart. He called the wise men to him and asked them just when the star had appeared. He then sent them off to Bethlehem saying, Go and search for this young child, and when you have found him, bring the word back to me, so I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, the wise men departed. Behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it stood over the place where the child lay. When they saw the star, the wise men rejoiced and said, We are glad. And when they came into the house, they saw a young child with Mary, his mother, and bowed down before and worshipped him. They opened their treasures and laid before him their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Being warned by God that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country in another way. The child was called Jesus. The name given by the angel before he was born. And the child grew and became strong in spirit and in wisdom. And the grace of God was upon them all. So that's the story of Christmas, my friends. That's the story of Jesus Christ and his birth. And I thank my Lord and Savior every single day for the blessings that he's given me. I thank my Lord, for you, I pray for all that worship Jesus and those that don't. I have, not I have not known the Lord my whole life, and many of you may know him, some of you may not. My love for you differs not between you. I will serve you, and I will come to you every week, hopefully bringing you something of value, hopefully bringing you something of joy, hopefully bringing a little bit of humor but most of all, like I say at the end of every show, I wish all of you would go and grow and prosper and tell someone close to you that you love them because that's all that matters in the end. Not the mortgages, not the viruses, not the real estate or anything in between. It's only your friends and relationships that you take with you. So next week, I'm going to go and give you a New Year's story about how to build some residual wealth in your life. But for today, I'm going to thank you and say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all. You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show, and I look forward to seeing you soon. And if you have a Christmas story you want to share or a question or even a concern, you call me at 719-330-1457. Merry Christmas. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio.